The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're almost at the midpoint of summer in the Northern Hemisphere. I hope it's been a good one for you so far. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, July 28, 2022, Thursday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year C, cycle 2, and Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is Pope Saint Innocent I. Born at Albano, Italy in 378, he became Pope in 401. He emphasized papal supremacy. He commended the bishops of Africa for referring their decrees of their councils to the Pope for confirmation. That caused Augustine to make a remark that was to echo through the centuries. Rome has spoken. The matter is ended. Innocent strongly favored clerical celibacy and fought the unjust removal of St. John Chrysostom. He vainly sought help from Emperor Honorius at Ravenna when the Goths captured and sacked Rome. Pope Innocent I died in Rome March 12, 417. Pope St. Innocent, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people. May their experience and wisdom help young people to look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my life. Sing praise to my God while I live. I use these words to start my time of prayer. Yes, Lord, I want to praise you. Today, I'd like to praise you for the gift of my life. A life that I didn't choose. I didn't pick it off a shelf, but I received it as a gift from you. And how I long to live the life that I have received from you, being like you. I'd like to be like clay, in the potter's hands. There's a point in the forge, a book 
written by St. Joseph Maria. Point number 875 says, Lord, help me to be faithful and docile towards you, like clay in the potter's hands. In this way, it will not be that I live, but you, my love, who will live and work in me. And so I want to be like clay in the potter's hands. I want you, my love, my Lord Jesus Christ, to live and work in me. The prophet Jeremiah uses this imagery in today's first reading, talking about that potter who was making a vessel out of clay. And as he was fashioning the vessel, da, <laughs> he realized, bah, this vessel is just not coming out right. And so he reworked it. He probably had to break it, melt it, and mold it so it could be used as a new vessel. And scripture tells us he saw that it was good. Through the prophet Jeremiah, through the words of the prophet Jeremiah, I hear you talking to me. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hands, so are you in my hand. And I'd like to use this image to guide me as I raise my heart to you, Jesus, in prayer. I would like to be like the clay in the potter's hands, clay in your hands, malleable, willing to be reworked, molded into being like you, being another Christ. Lord, help me to be faithful and docile towards you, like clay in the potter's hands. And in this way, it will not be I that live, but you, my love, who will live and work in me. And it is with this openness of mind and heart, this willingness to be docile to you, Jesus, that I open the Gospel of St. Matthew to Matthew chapter 13, in which I read, Jesus said to the crowds, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net which was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into vessels, but threw away the bad. And they throw away the bad. You, Jesus, go on to explain. So it will be at the close of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous, and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? So I'm trying to understand this parable that you tell me, Jesus, the whole of fish caught in the net as a mixture of good fish. The good fish were put in vessels, but there were bad ones too. And the bad thrown away. Good fish and bad fish. My guess is that the good fish were still alive, fresh, splashing around in the nets. They had life. The bad fish, I assume, were dead. The nets might have pulled in the fish from the, the seabed and picked up everything. Those that had life and those that were dead. Dead fish. Putrid rotting, 
lifeless and useless. Maybe this vividly depicts what your soul and my soul can be like. My soul can be alive in the state of grace and dead when I have lost this life, this state of grace through sin, through serious sin. That's why I turn to you, Jesus. I want, I long to be in a state of grace, to be alive. Someone who is in the state of grace gives off the aroma of Christ, to use those words of St. Paul when he speaks in Corinthians, Second Corinthians. When you are in the state of grace, the grace of Christ, you attract others to him because you become another Christ. Jesus, do I allow you to live and work in me? Do I make myself malleable like clay in the potter's hands? Clay in your hands. Am I ready to change? Grant me the, that willingness to change. I want you to live in me. I want you to work in me. May these times of prayer, each day, 10 minutes, I spend with you. Help me to be like you. You know, this reminds me of a series, a series called The Chosen. Whenever I mention a series, people's eyes pop up. Blink! <laughs> yes, The Chosen is a series, and it's on the Play Store, and it's for free. It's a series about the life of Jesus. A series with a difference, I'd say, because the most striking thing in that series called The Chosen is how you, Jesus, are depicted. You come out as such an amiable person, affable, friendly, likable, warm-hearted, and with a great sense of humor. One who appreciates the others for who they are. So I'd like to be like you, Jesus. I ask you for your grace to change where I need to change, to be like clay in your hands. Can I be more friendly, likable, more good-humored? Can I appreciate others for who they are? You know, it's funny that we only begin to appreciate people for who they are many times, eh? when they are already in a coffin. That's when we make a eulogy. You know, eulogy comes from the Greek eu, which is good, and logos, which means speech. We make a good speech about that person. We recall aloud, this person was so kind, or she was always there for me, or he listened to me patiently. But only at the moment that the person is already dead. Jesus, maybe that's the small change I can make today with your grace to appreciate people as you did, as you do. You were close to your mother, to your apostles, open to forgiving people. You forgive me in the sacrament of confession. I don't have to wait, Jesus, until the last moments of someone's life to praise them, to thank them to love them. Help me to live like you, to work like you. Melt me, mold me, use me. How do I appreciate my parents? You know, if you still 
Stay with your parents. Can you be another Christ with your smile? Simple words like, thank you, sorry, please. If you are married, how do you show your appreciation for your wife or for your husband? Can you be more affable with the children? Even when you have to correct them, it can be done with a smile, tone of voice that Jesus would have used to correct. Well, thanks, Jesus, for spending these minutes with me. With your grace, I will be like clay in your hands. Thank you for the affections I have felt, the inspirations you have given me. The resolution I make that will be to have you more present during the course of this day at school, at my place of work, at home. A resolution to be affable, friendly, warm-hearted, to appreciate everyone I meet. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Thursday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son 
and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? the God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me, I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me 
When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. A reading from the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. Could I have done wrong when I preached the gospel of God to you free of charge? humbling myself with a view to exalting you. I robbed other churches. I accepted support from them in order to minister to you. When I was with you and in want, I was a burden to none of you. For the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied my needs. In every way possible, I kept myself from being burdensome to you, and I shall continue to do so. I swear by the Christ who is in me that this boast of mine will not cease in the regions of Achaia. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. What I am doing, I shall continue to do depriving at every turn those who look for a chance to say that in their much-vaunted ministry they work on the same terms as we do. Such men are false apostles. They practice deceit in their disguise as apostles of Christ, and little wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. It comes as no surprise that his ministers disguise themselves as ministers of the justice of God. But their end will correspond 
to their deeds. I repeat, let no one think me foolish, but if you do, then accept me as a fool all the way and let me do a little boasting. What I am about to say in this self-assured boasting, I speak not as the Lord desires, but after the manner of a fool. Since many are bragging about their human distinctions, I too will boast. Being wise yourselves, you gladly put up with fools. You even put up with those who exploit you, who impose upon you and put on airs, with those who slap your face. To my shame, I must confess that we have been too weak to do such things. But what anyone else dares to claim, I speak with absolute foolishness now, I too will dare. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? Now I'm really talking like a fool. I am more. With my many more labors and imprisonments, with far worse beatings and frequent brushes, with death. Five times at the hands of the Jews I received forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. I was stoned once, shipwrecked three times. I passed a day and a night on the sea. I traveled continually, endangered by floods, robbers, my own people, the Gentiles, imperiled in the city, in the desert, at sea, by false brothers, enduring labor, hardship, many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst and frequent fastings, in cold and nakedness. Leaving other sufferings unmentioned, there is that daily tension pressing on me, my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak that I am not affected by it? Who is scandalized that I am not aflame with indignation? The gospel which I preach to you is not a human message. I did not receive it through any man, but from our Lord Jesus Christ, who revealed it to me. As surely as Christ's truth is in me, I have preached the gospel to you. I did not receive it through any man, but from our Lord Jesus Christ, who revealed it to me. A reading from a catechetical instruction by St. Cyril of Jerusalem, Bishop. The Catholic Church is the distinctive name of this holy church, which is the mother of us all. She is the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. For Scripture says, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. She is the type, and she bears the image of the Jerusalem above that is free and is the mother of us all. That Jerusalem, which once was barren, but now has many children. The first assembly, that is, the assembly of Israel, was rejected, and now in the second, that is, in the Catholic Church, 
God has appointed first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, then healers, helpers, administrators, and speakers in various kinds of tongues, as Paul says. And together with these is found every sort of virtue, wisdom and understanding, self-control and justice, mercy and kindness, and invincible patience in persecution. With the weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, in glory and dishonor, this church in earlier days when persecution and afflictions abounded, crowned her holy martyrs with the varied and many-flowered wreaths of endurance. But now, when God has favored us with times of peace, she receives her due honor from kings and men of high station, and from every condition and race of mankind. And while the rulers of the different nations have limits to their sovereignty, the Holy Catholic Church alone has the power without boundaries throughout the entire world. For as Scripture says, God has made peace her border. Instructed in this Holy Catholic Church, and bearing ourselves honorably, we shall gain the kingdom of heaven and inherit eternal life. For the sake of enjoying this at the Lord's hands, we endure all things. The goal set before us is no trifling one. We are striving for eternal life. In the creed, therefore, after professing our faith in the resurrection of the body, that is, of the dead, which I have already discussed, we are taught to believe in life everlasting. And for this as Christians, we are struggling. Now real and true life is none other than the Father, who is the fountain of life and pours forth His heavenly gifts on all creatures through the Son in the Holy Spirit. And the good things of eternal life are faithfully promised to us men also because of His love for us. Praiseworthy is that people to whom the Lord said in blessing, You, O Israel, are the work of my hands. You are my own possession. Blessed is that nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. You, O Israel, are the work of my hands. You are my own possession. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy. Bestow in abundance your mercy upon us, and grant that, with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, and today's Gospel is coming up in just a few minutes. Along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, July 28, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, The Lord gives one more comparison to illustrate the kingdom of heaven and then asks his disciples, Do you get it now? It's from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. The kingdom of heaven is like a net 
which was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into vessels but threw away the bad. So it will be at the close of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire. There men will weep and gnash their teeth. Have you understood all this? Yes. Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. When Jesus had finished these parables, he went away from there. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. You know, one of the great advantages that we have as Catholics is the real presence of Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. From the moment of the Incarnation, we can affirm that God is with us in the personal presence of Jesus Christ. As both true God and true man, Jesus is closer to us than any other being. Jesus is God with us. In earlier times, the Israelites would say that God was with them. Now we can say this in a very literal sense. When Christ traveled about Palestine, he made an effort to preach in many towns. And when Jesus had finished these parables, he went away from there, we read in today's Gospel. God left one town to go and meet other people. When the priest consecrates the host during Holy Mass, he brings Christ to the altar with his holy humanity. He is there in the Eucharist with a special presence for as long as the sacramental species last. This presence affects the body of Christ in a direct way and the three persons of the Holy Trinity in an indirect way. The Word is tied to Christ's humanity, while the Father and the Holy Spirit are related by the mutual immanence of their divine persons. Christ is really present in the tabernacle with his body, blood, soul, and divinity. It can be said quite literally that God is here, close to me. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. Down through the centuries, the Church has developed a precise way of describing this Eucharistic presence, often requiring such exact definition to counter erroneous beliefs. The Eucharistic presence is a real presence. It is not symbolic, nor does it signify or insinuate any image. The Eucharistic presence is a true presence. It is not fictitious or merely the product of the imagination or the will. It is substantial, because the words of the consecration spoken by the priest change the substance of the bread and the wine into the body and blood of Christ. Every theological explanation which seeks some understanding of this mystery must, in order to be in accord with Catholic faith, maintain that in the reality itself, Independently of our mind, the bread and wine have ceased to exist after the consecration 
so that it is the adorable body and blood of the Lord Jesus that from then on are really before us under the sacramental species of bread and wine. As a result of transubstantiation, the species of bread and wine contain a new reality which we may justly term ontological. Not that there lies under those species what was already there before, but something quite different. And that not only because of the faith of the church, but in objective reality. Jesus is present in our tabernacles, whether or not we take advantage of this ineffable wonder. He is there with his body, his blood, his soul, and his divinity. God made man. He could not be closer. The church possesses the author of all grace and the cause of our sanctification. We may venture to say that the Eucharistic presence of Christ is the sacramental prolongation of the Incarnation. From the tabernacle, Jesus invites us to bring to him our concerns and our petitions. In the visit to the Blessed Sacrament and other acts of worship offered to the Holy Eucharist, we give thanks for this gift. There we can repair to find new strength, to tell Jesus that we miss him, to tell him that we need him very much. The Eucharist is reserved in the churches and oratories as in the spiritual center of a religious community or of a parish, yes, of the universal church and of all humanity, since beneath the appearance of the species, Christ is contained. The invisible head of the church, the redeemer of the world, the center of all hearts, by whom all things are and by whom we exist. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, 
to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send us his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul, awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples, among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine, and the oil, the sheep and the oxen. They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, 
the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord Lord is great and and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, The heavens are my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house can you build for me? What is to be my resting place? My hand made all these things when all of them came to be, says the Lord. This is the one whom I approve, the lowly and afflicted man who trembles at my word. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you. Hear me, O Lord. From From the depths depths of my heart I cry cry to you. Hear me, me, O Lord. I will do what you desire. Hear Hear me, me, O Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. From From the depths depths of my heart I cry cry to you. Hear Hear me, me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. 
You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. The Lord Jesus Christ has given us the light of another day. In return, we thank him as we cry out, Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You offered yourself in sacrifice for our sins. Accept our intentions and our work today. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You bring us joy by the light of another day. Let the morning star rise in our hearts. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Give us strength to be patient with those we meet today. And so imitate you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Make us aware of your mercy this morning, Lord. And let your strength be our delight. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, At morning, noon, and evening we pray. Cast out from our hearts the darkness of sin and bring us to the light of your truth. Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.